What is happening, everyone? Coach Aisha back with Hawkbit Coaching and Legion Athletics and your host for today's episode of Anabolic Radio, the first episode of Anabolic Radio. I'm super excited to bring to you guys this project that I've been working on, one of four projects that I actually have set to release for 2020. And um, it's been something that's been in the works for a minute. I haven't really spoken about it all that much, but I have been interviewing guests behind the scenes. And um, just a heads up, you'll want to tune in to the episodes that I have planned in the near future or the episodes that are set to release in the near future. I've interviewed people like Mike Isratel, Dr. Scott, Chris Barricat, um, Alberto Nunez, Jeff Alberts, and I have... Um, and I have a full lineup of more episodes set to release um, as we progress throughout 2020. And this, and the basis for this specific episode is just to give you guys a rundown and inside of what to expect 2020 with this podcast and give you guys a little bit more insight as to how I'm doing. So um, 2020, so for those of you who've been following me for a minute, whether that be YouTube or Instagram, um, 2019 was the year of my second contest prep and um, had an absolutely fantastic season. Season um, ended around October and from October to January, I was primarily focused on recovery. And um, I would say it took me around 12 weeks post-contest to feel um, properly recovered, to feel like a normal human again and have super productive training sessions. And like the basis of my training was simply just I was focused on getting it back to a productive spot. Again, I was, ba- I was focused on getting my strength back to where it had previously been before contest prep started and I'm around 14 15 weeks post uh post show right now and I'm feeling really good I'm feeling 100% um 2020 definitely got off to an unexpected start for myself I had a lot of setbacks that I didn't um foresee and um, that took a toll in regards to my workflow, in regards to my gym life, and I just had to um, put everything on pause for a little. But I'm back, and here we go, and I'm super excited, and um, I just I just want to take whatever um, whatever I can from the experiences that I had the first month of 2020, and really use them to my advantage and grow, and um, just take whatever. Um, I can from them because like every, every mistake or failure or whatever you experience in life is a blessing depending on the angle. Right. And, um, anyways, my training has been super productive. Um, I am not strictly tracking my macros, but I am more so like really focused on hitting a a minimum amount of protein, 225 grams. I'm currently like hundred, um, currently 190 pounds and that's 30 pounds up from my stage weight, which was around 155 pounds. So anyways, I'm just prim- in regards to counting my macros, I'm just primarily focused on hitting a uh, minimum amount of protein, 225 grams, and um, carbs and fats are whatever. Um, but that depends if it's a training day or non-training day. So training day, I'll primarily like, I'll, I'll have more of my calories coming from carbs than fat. And on rest days, I'll have more of my calories coming from fat than carbs. And there's specific reasons for that, but we'll get into that in a future episode. And um, my training, I'm training five days a week. I am on a upper-lower split. And, um, or you could say an advanced 
upper lower split and um it's been super productive like my 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 two go-to squatting variation as of late has been uh pendulum squats and i'm super one of my goals before i maybe potentially entertain the idea of doing mini cut is to get five plates for pendulum squats for at least a set of eight and um for a top set of eight and um in regards to my pressing uh flat dumbbell press is my main horizontal press and um and i managed to hit a pb for that at the beginning of um my current um, meso cycle, which was 105 pounds for uh, a top set of six. So I'm excited to co- just continue to thrive in the gym and progress. I did have this, you know, setback in January 2020, but um, I'm not going to let that stop me from doing what I really want to do, doing what I've already been doing. And, um, you know, if anything, it's going to help me that much more and it's going to minimize my distractions. And, um, yeah, guys, everything's, everything's a learning experience in life. Everything is a blessing. Like I said, depending on the angle and, um, you might not see it then in the moment, but you know, give it some time and eventually you'll look back to it and you'll be thankful that it happened because it helped make you the person that you are, the person that you're becoming. Now that was a little bit of a tangent, but switching gears a bit, I do want to talk about anabolic radio and the vision that I have for it. Basis of this podcast, anabolic radio, is to be a place where it can create a sense of community, not only for bodybuilding, not only for natural bodybuilding, but also for just general health. Everybody's not competitive athletes with timetables and um, having a community aspect to things will not only maybe like potentially motivate like some of the gen pop people to have some of these more advanced goals or, um, you know, it will help a lot of people who are contest prepping super deep in the trenches, you know, stay focused on their goal or stay focused on what they need to do to further progress with their goal to bring those nasty shreds to the stage. And um, so really focusing on a community aspect of things, really focusing on being a place where people could learn from a lot of the guests on top of having a community and learning aspect to this podcast. I also want it to just be a place where, you know, it's simply just having genuine great conversations where they are obviously like mediated and, um, you know, mediated by myself. And uh, I'm asking these people that I bring on specific questions that will help you guys in understanding the big picture mentality that I always talk about, right? It's always super important to zoom out. And like I said, you know, not everybody is competitive athletes with timetables, especially like if you work, you have a family, you have a nine to five job, you are necessarily trying to look like a competitive natural bodybuilder, unless you are, um, you know, it's important to understand that although there are certain guidelines and the literature says xyz that may not necessarily be practical for you that may not be what you need to do what you what you what seems optimal on paper in the gym might not seem practical for you long term and um 
especially when we talk about things like adherence and enjoyment, right? Because if you're not honoring those two variables, then sure, you may be able to make like great progress short term, but eventually what's going to happen if that progress plateaus? What's going to happen if you just say, fuck it, and you don't want to do this anymore, right? And um, I'm all about doing this for life. I don't bodybuild um, to bodybuild. If that makes sense. I first got into natural bodybuilding. Um, I first got into natural bodybuilding probably like after my first year of lifting. So I first got into lifting weights and being more aware of my health and being more aware of my nutrition because when I was um, 15, I was actually pre-diabetic and um, I was I was 250 pounds, I was super unhealthy, and um, I was just not in a good place in my life, mentally, physically, um, the whole nine yards. And um, I guess you could say the day that potentially like changed my life forever was the day that I walked into the gym and I got a gym membership and I wanted to do something about not liking the way I look or being ashamed of the way I look or not being confident like and sure big picture things like we look at the gym as a as a thing that will as a place that will help us get bigger grow muscle lose fat but you know you learn so much more about yourself it's so much more than just bodybuilding muscles and nutrition lifting weights like you learn how to be a more confident person you learn a lot of super important values like patience like persistence like dedication all these things i learned through bodybuilding right and um so yeah back to the story uh 15 years old i was pre-diabetic super unhealthy and the day that changed my life was when i first stepped foot in the gym and um you know I started educating myself about how to train properly and what proper nutrition was. I started counting my, my macros and um, eventually that just grew into a love for, for natural bodybuilding. Expecting, I wouldn't say expecting, but wanting, genuinely wanting to improve as a person in every way. And um, not only with the gym, but like with my knowledge up here, right? And um, with with the person I am. And you could be like, you could have muscles, you could be a super shredded person, but you could be a shitty human being on the inside, right? Someone who's a little bit heavier, doesn't work out at all, and is a genuinely just like a good person, they care about other people. Like, uh, I'd want to be friends with that person over the super shredded meathead that only gets a fuck about himself. And <laughs> so by the time I was 17, I started studying for my NASM certification. And um, by the time I was 18, I was working out of my first commercial gym. That was great. I did that for about six months. And then it had to go on the back burner because I went into nursing school and, you know, with what I had on my plate for nursing school, I couldn't really commit to my my job as well. I couldn't really be that dedicated when I have to study and have all these tests around the clock around uh, throughout the whole week, right? All these lectures, all these quizzes. And um, although, so my, my experience with nursing school Obviously, you don't see I'm a nurse right now, and um, I actually ended up getting kicked out my fifth and final semester um, because I was late to a group of rotations. You couldn't really be late to, but that was 
because my car broke down, but I still ran to the place in my nursing shoes and scrubs, and I set the scope around my neck against traffic, okay? And anyways, the director was like, if you want to stay in the program, you have to write a letter of appeal to the faculty. I um, wrote my letter of appeal and only really had the meeting with the director. I didn't really get any of my professors who um, were there in lectures or were there in like the clinical setting to see how I worked with patients. And it was it was simply a decision based on the director, um, director's, I guess, what, what the director wanted to do. And um, eventually I was let go. We had a meeting and I was let go from the program. And um, at the time I was like, I was, it was a super bittersweet experience. And I say it was a bittersweet experience, bitter because I had put in X amount of years, like almost three years towards, you know, achieving this goal of getting my license and, you know, putting everything that I've learned with medications and rehabilitation and outpatient care, just general patient care into practice. And uh, so I was I was salty about that. I was super bitter about that. But um, it was sweet, bittersweet and sweet in the sense that I finally was able to take a step away from this thing that didn't really provide me any fulfillment in my life. And um, so at the time, I was actually salty about this, this situation, but as I look back to it today, I really feel like it was a big blessing in disguise because that, without it, I wouldn't be as proficient at my job as I am today. So going through nursing school really gave me a proper foundation when it comes to understanding anatomy, understanding physiology, really understanding psychology, and really how everything in the body is interconnected, right? I get that we like big picture, we really care about building muscle, but we can't lose sight that, you know, what may seem optimal for building muscle may not be something that's psychologically sustainable for the individual, right? It might not be something that's even sustainable for the individual based on their lifestyle, based on the things they have going on. So. A little bit of a tangent, but I do feel like that's something super important that we have to keep in the perspective. So I ended up getting let go from nursing school and um, I went into pharmacy school. And the basis for me going into nursing school and going into pharmacy school is because I wanted to make my mom happy, right? They weren't necessarily things that I wanted to do, things that were making me happy. I think like I already experienced experience what I had loved to do, which was, you know, coaching people. But, you know, I ignored my passion for, I would say, three, four years until I moved out to California. And um, when I moved out to California, this is a whole, whole other story, you know, but when I moved out to California, I first met people like um, you know, Matt Ogus and Matt Ogus was someone who uh, played a super big role in my journey um, just because he was probably one of the first people that believed in me before I believed in myself. And um, that belief that he instilled in me was one of the main things that really allowed me to have the confidence to go after my goals. And to be honest with you guys, this is a total side note, but I wouldn't be the person I am today without the people who believed in me and played a role in my growth over the years. I'm mentioning Matt Ogus right now, but I've also been 
influence and had the pleasure of getting to know and getting close with people like Jeff Alberts, Alberto Nunez, Will Grazion, Chris Barricat, Sam Okanola. And these are all people who really believe in me and want to see me succeed. And to be honest with you guys, your environment and the people you surround yourself with has such a substantial impact on the person you are, the person you're becoming, and the things that you see for yourself in the future. But anyways, I first moved out to California. You know, I met Matt Ogis, and I would say he was probably like my first mentor, and he showed me the rope of how I should go about doing things. And when I first moved out to California, I lived in Northern California for a year. And then some unexpected situations occurred in my life. And I had to come down to SoCal. And I moved down to SoCal and I actually lived in my car for a year. While I worked two jobs, I worked at Chase, and uh, I worked at DNC and I saved enough money and I did what I had to do to save enough money to build the back end of things for my coaching for HawkFit and um, to have enough money to be able to support myself, right? And uh, so save enough money, built the back end of HawkFit, launched HawkFit in 2017 and I also wrote a book in regards to nutrition launched HawkFit in 2017 and um, from 2017 to 2018 was uh, my off season I had also gotten sponsored by Legion Athletics which if you already don't know about Legion like literally just go check out their site it's probably their and I, I, you could, you could argue I'm a little biased, but they're literally probably like the best supplement company out there right now, um, in regards to dosing for every single ingredient on their products, in regards to utilizing ingredients that are backed by peer-reviewed literature, and also outside of supplements, um, they put education at their forefront, educating the consumer about their products, educating consumers on how they could reach their goals in an effective and efficient manner. And um, I'm so happy to be proud, uh, or I'm so <laughs> I'm so proud to be part of the team, very happy to be part of the team. And um, along with that, there's a lot of people um, that support Legion that have similar, um, similar methodologies and practices in regards to nutrition and training and um, it's just, it's just, uh, it's like a big family, <laughs> honestly. And uh, 2017 to 2018, 2019, going into 2020, I would say probably my biggest goal is to just spread my impact in regards to helping people or creating a larger impact in regards to helping as many people as I possibly can. And that's why I'm starting this podcast because anabolic radio is going to be one of the things that helps me in fulfilling that goal. And it's also going to be something that it's new to me. So it's pushing me out of my comfort zone doing this right. And I'm all about learning and growing and being the best version of myself that I could possibly be. So in doing this, it's just another outlet, um, to, uh, go through or uh, another outlet to achieve that through, I guess you could say. Um, yeah, guys, I just want to use this as an opportunity to help more people out, help as many people as I potentially can. And um, so I lived in my car for back to the story. 
I lived in my car for a year and um, built Hawkfit. And um, this is when I started meeting like a whole bunch of different people. Met Chris. I met Chris Barricat in 2016, actually. But you know, I met Chris Barricat, which who is another person that's played such a massive role in my journey, in my growth, in regards to my understanding of nutrition, in regards to my understanding of training, in regards to just general philosophies, methodologies, and um, and just being a good human being, right? Like these people I'm friends with are they're. They're good people. They're fucking genuine human beings. They're great people. And um, I don't associate myself with people who I think are otherwise. And um, they're good people. They're genuine people. For those of you who don't know Chris Barricat, and he's a super smart guy. He's a great human being. And he actually was my second set of eyes for my second contest prep, right? I prepped myself until I was about like, eight weeks out and then it was hard for me to um, remain objective in regards to just overall progress and adjustments I'm going to be making and it was just easier to say hey Chris you know like it's hard for me to be objective I think you know just set the game plan for me and I need to be an athlete at this point and just get shit done and that's what we did and brought the best version of myself to California Natural Muscle Mayhem 2019 and I believe I brought the another a better version of myself, an improved version of myself to the Max Hype Supernatural in Florida. And um, I may have potentially like undershot my peak. I could have loaded more and filled out a little bit more, but that's okay. And um, my third show of the season was Battle of the Bay. And I actually felt like I over-dieted and um, I spilled slightly for that third show of the season but like there's a lot of variables right i could have been dieting too long i lost a little bit of muscle and um could have loaded too much and should have probably just kept things like the same or did a small refeed and it's like all these different things i all these different notes i take for my look for these specific shows are going to be things that help me in the near future um, I wouldn't say near future. I'm going to have a longer off season, but it's going to help me in the future in regards to having a more refined game plan when I do peak or um, when I do intend to diet down again to those extreme levels of body fat. And um, it's all a learning experience and learning through experience is probably the best way you'll be able to learn because you have all this discussion about uh, structuring certain ways or structuring things certain ways is better or more optimal but big picture of things or literature says X is optimal big picture of things you could only um, really find out what works for you by putting your head down and putting in the work so you could theorize if you need to be doing XYZ or switching this variable and that variable but big picture thinking you zoom out you're going to have to go put in the work regardless. And even if that's the case, you're not going to see substantial amounts of progress in a week or two weeks. Like you need to give it time to, right? And um, proper preparation prevents poor performance. So if you have a certain goal you're trying to make progress with, um, just understand that you have to have a strategically structured game plan that you could not only adhere to, but follow long term. But you also need to understand that it takes time and you need to put in the work for something to happen, for a change to occur. Nothing changes if nothing changes, right? 
So that was a big tangent. Yeah, guys, so this specific episode isn't going to be too long. It's simply just an intro episode to give you guys some insight on what you should expect going forward from this podcast, from myself. I'll give you guys a little update about myself here and there, let you know how my training is going, let you know how my off-season is doing. But yeah, guys, this is going to bring the first episode of Anabolic Radio to a close. Or I wouldn't say this is really the first episode. This is zero zero, But this is just to give you guys some insight as to what you should expect and anticipate from Anabolic Radio in the near future. And um, to give you guys a little bit more insight about myself and answer your questions every now and then. And I hope you all have a great day. And thank you for tuning in. And if you enjoyed this episode or you're excited about what's coming in the future, then don't forget to turn, off the turn on the notifications, but um, hit me with a screenshot of this on your social media, and um, yeah, let me know what topics you guys would like to hear from, what topics you guys would like to learn more about, which people you think I should bring on to interview, and so on and so forth, okay? So I hope you all have a great day, great weekend. If, you're, if it's the weekend and you're tuning in. And um, I hope you all have a good one. Cheers. Peace and love. Thank you. We'll talk soon.